Welcome to my basement, everybody. How you doing? I've got a very special guest in the basement today, you may have noticed. This is uh, Nels Anderson. He is a, a designer. It's you on this brand new game called Firewatch. And uh, Nels, welcome to the basement. Thank you. And it's lovely. Thank you for reaching out and uh, getting me a copy of this game of and suggesting that you come yeah. to the basement and my talk pleasure. about thank it. Thank you for having me on. I've been having a blast with this thing. I'm not going to review it yet, but I was really, really moved. Aww. And I, I think thank that you. if people don't know what the game is about, the best thing that we can do is stream a little bit yeah, of it totally. right now. Why don't you take the yeah, controls, absolutely. take us into the game a little bit, and uh, tell us what the concept is for yeah. Firewatch. So, the concept for Firewatch is that. <laughs> um, the premise of the game is that it's 1989. Mm -hmm. You play as a dude named Henry. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's Henry's little legs. Yes. Um, you've taken a job as a fire lookout, which means literally, literally your job is to sit up in that cabin <laughs> for an entire summer and look out the windows for wildfires. Um, Henry is in the Shoshone National Forest in Wyoming, yep. which is where I'm from, as well as our Campo Santo's co-founder, Sean Vanneman. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. And this was is, that coincidence? No, it was not coincidence. Okay. I mean, like, the the premise of the game was developed first with this, like, okay, well, this game about isolation. Yeah, There's yeah, a place yeah. that is very isolated. Wyoming is one of those places. <laughs> <laughs> so you've had some kind of... Um, complicated things go on in your personal life, and Henry just wants to get away yep. and do this job that just involves being around basically nobody in the middle of nowhere to just kind of get his stuff figured out. Absolutely, and when you get this game next week, uh, do everybody that's going to watch your stream a favor and don't stream the beginning of the game, which is what we have done yes, here. Yes, yes. Skip, skip there's past there's the a beginning. little bit of a prologue yes. that we kind of want people to just um, be able to appreciate it. Yeah, remember that when you're playing the game because <laughs> it's uh, it's amazing. But yeah, we showed up here in the lookout tower. Um, no one's been in this tower. This tower has been out of use for the past like three or four years. Yep. But in and this is actually this actually happened in 1988 in Yellowstone, which is. Yellowstone National Park, which mm -hmm. is just adjacent to the Shoshone National Forest, there was this humongous series of wildfires. And it almost burnt down. Almost burnt down the entire park. I I, I, mean, I was like five, so I only kind of have a very hazy, no pun intended, oh, nice. very good. Uh, memory of, of that summer, but I definitely remember it was like, oh, that was the summer when everything was ashy and smelled bad for months. Right, right, right. Um, and we and obviously fire, you know, wildfires are a big deal all the yeah. way up and down the West Coast, like all over North all America. All the Mountain West. Everywhere, yeah. yeah. So Two this is kind of a, a pertinent title, but it's also very unique because yeah. there haven't been a lot of games about firefighting or fire watching. Probably or, zero. You do right. no fighting of fires. You're yes. merely a fire watcher. It's yes. in the name. Yes. Um, and the only the other the only person you have any contact with when you're out here in this lookout tower mm -hmm. is your supervisor Delilah, mm -hmm. who is kind of the supervisor for all the lookouts in this area. And tell me the actress's name because her she, name is Sissy Jones. She's terrific, and the guy that plays Henry is, is Rich Summer, okay. who was Harry Crane on Mad Men. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And he was in a bunch of other stuff. This was super weird. Um, yes. My wife and I were just recently re-watching The Office. Yeah. And he guessed it on like three or four episodes. Yeah. I'd completely forgotten. And so I was doing something in my office. She was watching, she was, uh, I was in my actual physical office and she was watching The Office on TV. And all yeah. of a sudden I heard Henry's voice. I was like, what, what is What's that? <laughs> I'm not playing the game. I'm like, oh my God, this is too weird. It's this guy that looks like. Sounds like Henry, but it's talking to Jenna Fisher about stuff. It was it was way too surreal. <laughs> That's awesome. So he is the guy in Mad Men that did all the advertising, all the advertising uh, like TV to stuff. the TV stuff. Yes, and he got kind of full of himself. Yeah, the, the one that nobody liked. Right. Yes, <laughs> but he's amazing. Yeah, as in, Henry this, in this, he is he is incredible. 
Yeah. And um, did, how, how did that happen? Was that a casting process? or It was. was. Um, Sissy had, she was also played uh, Katya on the first season of The Walking Dead. Okay, yeah. And the, the Campo Santos, two co-founders, Sean Bannerman and Jake Rodkin, they were the leads on the first season of The Walking oh, okay, Dead. Okay, gotcha. So they had... The video game. The video game. Yes. Yes, okay. sorry. From yeah. Telltale. Yes. Um, so they, they worked with Sissy, they knew her, and when they thought about, okay, this game's going to be about two characters talking to each other on a radio, they're like... Well, maybe we'll talk to a few other actresses, but basically, as soon as we saw, heard Sissy's reads, it was like, oh, no, 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 it's her. It's oh, definitely her. That's awesome. So they had to try to find a counterpart, Henry. We weren't just casting, but we were casting against Sissy at that point, right? Right, right. And there were so many auditions, and just nothing felt right, nothing felt right. Um, but one of our programmers, this dude named Patrick Ewing. Yeah, not, not, the not that one. Um, Giant. Yes. He, uh, <laughs> he has this mailing list about board games, yeah. and Rich Summer is so super into board games. Awesome. So, it's, it's great to hear he's a big he, nerd. That's oh yeah, fantastic. totally, totally. That's so, awesome. Um, so he just, Patrick reached out that way yeah. and then we heard Rich's read and we're like, boom, done. Awesome. Absolutely, it is him. All right, well let's hear these two actors yeah. because it's a big part of the experience yeah, of the so game. Yeah, so the, the core of the game it. is kind of like, you know, a Telltale or old LucasArts adventure game style. Yep. There's yep. a lot of dialogue interaction, right? Um, so, you know, you um, talk to hello? Delilah. This is? At this point, you have It's no Henry, right? It yeah. Yeah. I'm Delilah. Uh, and so you can yeah, still walk around, guy said on the you know, phone. check stuff out, pick stuff up. While so what's wrong with you? Excuse me? People oh. take but this even job right to away, away, there's a chemistry between so these two over the radio, which you, what's wrong you with pick you? up on right away. You know? Yeah. That's a great they, uh, idea. Delilah likes to Look, I just do a bit of ribbing days, sometimes so really follow <laughs> whatever they in a way that I find is... It's very, it's very human. Yep. I, I, I really like it. Fine, I mean, you can tell can I, that, like, this lady has forever? done this job for years sure, and years buddy. and years. Okay, yeah. So she has found ways to keep herself entertained. <laughs> and sometimes awesome. that means giving trouble to, uh, to the lookouts. Um, let's say she's killed. Three. Okay. Uh, you <laughs> so you have a little bit of a branching dialogue kind of true that's happening right there. And yep. How much the heat dies down and then change does that? Yeah. A sort of affect the game. Like, are we going to have a different relationship Very with Delilah? If De yeah, they're definitely. Um, I mean, the idea is. Okay, I sleep now. If, if we've done our jobs right, yeah. that Delilah and Henry will feel like real okay. people. Mm -hmm. You know, so, you know, if you choose to talk about this one thing, maybe later you guys will share some kind of in joke about it. Right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. if you'd said something else, okay, well, now maybe we'll talk about this other thing. Right. And kind of how. Gosh, um, honest or withholding you are about what's going on that influences what she knows, right? Because that was actually a weird thing making the game where in our heads, it's like, it seems obvious, but in retrospect, it, it totally, like, it only makes sense in retrospect, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, okay, well, the player, as Henry sees something, so they know about it, but unless they actually tell Delilah about it on the radio, yeah. she has no idea. Right. So then we're like, okay, well, of course, we have to give players a means to do that, but wait, could there be times when something happens that Henry very specifically doesn't tell Delilah, right. so then she needs to, right. the game needs to know that she doesn't know, even though the player saw it, and so the player knows, ah. it gets complicated pretty quickly. <laughs> because they never sort morning, of Henry. meet well, face to face, exactly. at least I, as much as I have seen. Like a rock. I, yes, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and so, you're not just in this cabin, again. obviously. Nope. I can see you you, uh, so you head off into the, uh, into the great woods basically yeah, and, and you can do in any direction wilderness. that you want to yes yeah. 
Um, so specifically, you know, hey, you're chatting. Sorry, mm -hmm. okay, I slept well, in. Was cool, you know. I thought I hiked for two days. I'm exhausted. What, Fourteen hours of sleep. Fine. Is there a significance on the books yeah, that you chose? Jesus, I guess it's uh, are these real books or did no. you make everything up? <laughs> <laughs> okay, these no are all made up. This one is a classic by Dr. Jones. That one's very important. But now that you're yeah. up, um, it is. This is this is one of those things that's very nice about making a first-person game. Is because you're so close to everything that's going on, right? Like we have copy on the back of the, or normally I'd be like Lorem Ipsen or just like unreadable squiggles or whatever. It's yeah, like, no, yeah. that's all like real stuff that we wrote <laughs> yeah. and I think is like clever and interesting. And that's the way that, you know, it's right in the middle of your every room. one of these books is, right? It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot and of that that kind of detail is a thing that you, you can really only do in a first person game like this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we put a lot of time into it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe like it was kind, maybe kind of indulgent, but in a way it's that, the detail, man. It's the color uh, of yeah, the game. Yeah, it's stuff that Just I really like. Yes, um, for sure. That, that's an interesting thing about working on such a small team of people, right? Yeah. Is there's only ten of us. Like there's no great powers that be telling us what to do. Right. So there's like all kinds of small details or little features in the game that very easily like. You, it's like we just should have not like you could have you could have come up with a million reasons to say the, no. The to budget doing lines it. would have they would have exactly. taken them off if yeah. you were on some kind of spreadsheet. Yeah, type but of the thing, thing right? that's like yeah. that is maybe actually what makes the game feel really tangible and Absolutely. specific and real. And that's actually like you know because talking to people about the game, it's like, well, what's your favorite part? And I think that that stuff is where it's like mm -hmm. those little tiny details that only exist because someone on the team just had an interesting idea yeah. and just did what needed to be done to make it happen. That's right? awesome, um, that's awesome. So, yeah, so we start, you know, it's like, okay, okay well yeah, this this it. is the Osborne Firefinder. So now you're it's like a map of the region. Work. I'm supposed to use it I'm to new. look out and be like, okay, well, where's the smoke gonna show Honestly, up? Honestly, on know? my first day, I did the you know, same thing. I have no thing. idea how to use this because I've never done this so anyway, before in right. my life ever. And <laughs> it, it, is that an accurate thing? I mean, yeah, Henry, Henry comes in. Oh, I, I, I got that the Firefinder must be Osborne. accurate, yep. but I, I also got that they, and I don't know if this is real, but does the Forest what Service it? in the Nothing. States um, hire people you, that have no uh, experience to be to Firewatch lookouts like that? I mean, I don't, God, probably. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. I mean, just no. partially, they, they actually still have Fire Lookouts up here in Canada as right. well. Yeah. Um, obviously not nearly as much anymore. Like, fireworks? at this point, most of this stuff is done with, you know, probably like drones yeah, at this point, sure, but yeah. like planes and like satellite imaging and yeah, stuff. Yeah, um, do you see them? Oh, some people are setting off well, fireworks. Stupid, legal, stupid right? people uh, with fireworks no. on a they're, hot summer day. Right now and stop you're terrible. Yeah. So ostensibly your job is, is to really sit up here job? and look out the windows, but your job is whatever I say it is. The closest ranger is like two minutes away. Yeah, because like, you know, some people have been thinking about the game. It's like, oh, you know, is it, like, are you really you're not actually a ranger, right? You have no, no authority. Your, your job is very specifically sit in this sure. cabin right. on stilts and look out the window. It wouldn't have been the same experience right. to be the ranger because be you would have been, you, you would have had all of this stuff figured out already. Exactly. And so like, this is the leveling up of it is that you start to understand as a player how to navigate this foreign universe that you've created yeah, for us. Yeah, kind of where the player shows up, unless, weirdly, That's a few people who play this game may have actually been fire lookouts, in which, in which case, I apologize for <laughs> yeah. all the inaccuracies. Um, almost everybody else, like, they've also never done this, no. right? So kind of like their mindset and Henry's mindset are basically the same, Exactly. Yeah. which I think is... is Good and interesting. That's what I appreciated. And also yeah. this unbelievable level of detail and love that is so obviously apparent as you're walking through yeah. these gorgeous environments, you it's, know? It is, uh, and this is a thing that probably people won't believe, but our art team is basically three people 
like the environment art is three people, and then one more person was the animator. Wow. Um, so Jane Ng, she every tree, every rock, every blade of grass, <laughs> she put those all there. Um, Ollie Moss, he did uh, almost all of the lighting. Yeah. A lot of the art direction, he did a bunch of the concept art, and then our graphics programmer, Paolo, um, he did like all the crazy technical shader work necessary to actually still make things look the way they look. Here's a, uh, a hint for everybody. Classic. It's one, two, three, four <laughs> for every one of those boxes. So there, there you go. And then there's like, you know, small, small notes that are just like, oh, no, and some guy locked up with us. And you can like, be like, oh, oh did, did people like. Did people lose their lose shit doing this job? Is it? I love that there is so much removed uh, from humanity, but there is so much humanity Henry. in this game. I wasn't that's the on it. That's, that was the yeah. interesting thing, kind of twofold, is like, on, and this is again part of the probably part of the reason why we can put so much detail into the game. Yeah. is you know the the majority environment is just rocks and trees, right? Right. right so it's right. kind of like yes, you know, we had to do a lot of work to make it look really nice, but you know. Once you have a certain subset of like you have enough trees in your tree paint box, yeah. you can just keep dropping them out. So anytime there is a thing that was clearly built by a human, then we can be really specific and intentional about what it is and why it's here and all that. Yep. Um, so we can have like Jake made all these maps and they're just incredible they're and amazing. And you know you got your own map that like just flops around in the world with you, like like it did in Far Cry Two, <laughs> which is still one of our favorite games yeah. ever. Um, it's like a manky old shout, shout out to Clint hey, there's a snack That's right. Yes. Probably gonna Very eat nice. it. Where's that? Um, I'm at the cash box. I love it. I want to talk about the team. Can can Blake see us? Or uh, Blake, can people see us yeah, on the stream? Yep. Okay, cool. Um, because you, you have something really kind of remarkable about this thing. You guys have kind of created a super group or a super team. <laughs> Don't of, say that. Uh, <laughs> um, but a lot of people from a lot of different really cool backgrounds and different companies. You came from Clay Entertainment. You yep. were on uh, Mark of the Ninja, which is one of my favorite 2D games of all time. Loved the game, and it was a, a great achievement there. Um, but then there's people from the uh, Telltale group yep. that worked on Walking Dead. Yep. You've got uh, Jake. Double Fine uh, yes. vets in Jane, there. Jane was at Double Fine as well as our composer, Chris Remo. Yep. He was also at Double Fine. And then Ollie Moss, yeah. who has never made a game before. Never, ever. And it turns out he's pretty good at it. And, but he's also <laughs> this, this incredible visualist. Who, if people don't know, he makes these amazing... Uh, one of his art jobs is making these incredible posters yep, that he, are some of his favorite movies, posters, yeah. and he kind of reimagines them in in the Ollie Moss way, yeah. and they become incredibly hard to find collectibles out there. <laughs> they do, right? And yeah. I, I, how did this there happen? Really is a whole lot um, of how did Campo here, Santo pretty organically? No, yeah, okay. <laughs> that's the name of your group, your super group that's going to tour uh, around uh, Europe that. pretty soon. <laughs> so um, get your tickets soon. Yeah, no, it was uh, like I'd known Sean and Jake. Just like the industry is ultimately not that big. Right? It isn't. No. Um, so I'd known them for years and years, just through various events and other stuff they'd worked on in the past and things like that. Yeah. Um, and Ollie had ended up being quite a fan of. The first season of The Walking Dead, okay. which Sean and Jake were the leads on. Cool. Um, and Who so wasn't? He, yeah, <laughs> right. True. Yeah. Uh, so he'd been kind of, you know, in touch with them, and then they were talking about that they'd, you know, they, it felt like they'd really accomplished something that they really wanted to accomplish at Telltale. Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of felt the same way about Clay, where it's like we did Ninja. It didn't like I was 
and, and still am, thankfully, like super, super happy with that game yeah. and how it came out and everything. So it's kind of like, okay, well, I don't feel like I have something particular here that I'm still really hungry to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And not, I'm not to put words in their mouth, but maybe they felt the same way. Yeah. Um, and so, and Ollie had, had always wanted to do game stuff. Like, he'd obviously done artwork that was inspired by games or mm -hmm. whatever, but mm -hmm. he actually wanted to, like, cross the gap and at least see what it's like to make a game for real, right? right. Um, so it was the four of us, like, met up, started chatting. We're like, well, I mean, it's never really a good idea to leave, like, your nice, stable job and go do an <laughs> insane other thing. <laughs> but if there's ever a time where it's maybe the least inadvisable, it's probably right now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And then from there, it was just catamarying up other people who had the skill sets and interests that to cover all the bases that we didn't, right? That's awesome. Um, we just kept kind of growing and pulling people in from there. So uh, Campo Santo is, is, am I saying it right? Yeah, Campo Santo. There's a tree Campo out Santo. here that's been ripped uh, Is based out of San Francisco, yep. ostensibly. The, the Nexus is there. Like, okay. Uh, three quarters of the people are there, basically. All right, so I mean, they get together at, at least I mean, to do trees. some work out of the office yep, there. Yep, yep. Uh, actually, there actually in San Francisco, people like killed them a long time ago. Physical room type office. But I'm sure a lot of people have the agency to Go and work from home now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what that's what you're doing. Yep. And then you've got artists in the UK that are creating their art and contributing from there. Are they working from an office or are they working? No, they're just they're also from their house from their studio. Because our animator James Benson, he also lives over in the UK, but he lives in a completely different part of it. Okay. Um. So yeah, they're also from home. It's remarkable. It's also, I mean, that's what's it's there's such a 2016 story about the creation of this game, which is so cool, right? I mean. I mean, technology is allowing you guys to, to be connected and stay connected. To build something with a very small team that feels like you guys had a cohesive, collaborative vision to go in one direction with this. Yeah. And that, even, that is not easy. No. Right? So, <laughs> no, it is not. So to, then to throw in that you're all over the damn world making right. this, <laughs> I, it's really remarkable that this has come out so... Slick and so polished. And yeah. Henry's okay, everyone. Well, he's, he's fine. Yeah. Fine-ish. He's, he's all right. Fine-ish. <laughs> he, well, he's got other things, but yeah, yeah he's okay. Um, it's a, Yeah, it's, it's definitely the game very much became like the weird Venn diagram that is the overlap of all the different hey. stuff we were all interested in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like all Ollie's visual Purple style and then me. obviously like the, the, the dialogue exactly relationship happened? stuff that, that Sean and Jake really fostered as Telltale and I really like you know, slide. games that have a lot of player facing agency. Generally the way we built the game no, is I think I'll make it. it tries to you know just kind of be what it is, and then say, approach it however you see fit. Right? right. You're not like snapping and being teleported from scene to scene. You're just kind of like, I would like to walk up this way. Yes. And the game says, okay, that's fine. And then there'll be a thing over here, or maybe there won't. Or yeah. It, there, that. It's not a platformer, but it has it. It leans in that direction, and it also leans in the direction of the uh, of the kind of. Uh, the, uh, hey, there's a tree dialogue here, just a little way from the shale slide. Adventure game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the interesting well, I can't go thing, I think, is like, as much as I love and in my heart, you should be able to get to the lake just by continuing west. There are also games that kind of succeeded despite their gameplay, and not because of it, right? Like, their characters in the world, like, that's the stuff that was interesting, but, you know, like, Put the maple syrup on the cat hair to make a mustache. Yeah, wow, I just so talked with Tim Schafer about that, yep. that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So Something. the fact that yeah, now, um, like, just technology and kind of design understanding is to a point where about ten people can make a game that has the trappings and presentation and interactivity of you know 
a game like a Bioshock or whatever, yeah. right? Except yeah. instead of being full of splicers, there's just stuff you talk about. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's, it feels like that is actually maybe what was not not missing because that, that sounds too judgmental but there was there was a, a, a kind of an interesting new way to bring well, games of that style back there's to room life. for it this exactly is the, like the, the opening was there for something like this yeah. you know and that's the cool thing about the title that i've experienced so far is that it feels it it definitely has a familiarity oh that's cool i never saw the raccoon before. yeah he's a sneaky little guy that's awesome it has a familiarity with the uh the, the the sort of control accessibility and the mechanics that you guys have implemented in there but it, it there is this uh, peacefulness and this contemplative kind of quality to it that yeah. is really and an emotional core that is really kind of awesome and devastating you know in some ways like i was uh, yeah. and i don't want to spoil anything but i was telling nels that uh uh, the what opening the just made me sob. It was, just, it was very heavy and very emotional. But it was, it's wonderful, and frankly, it's kind of what games need. You know, we need to shake it up a little bit. I mean, it is, it is, it is, it, feel, it feels very nice that it seems like that, Thanks. you know, not, that there have been enough things that have kind of like blazed the trail, so to speak. Like, you know, the Gone Homes and the other stuff like that have existed enough so that yeah. people kind of, understand what a game like this is mm -hmm. so it's we, we are not having to do like all the trailblazing yeah <laughs> like okay well it's a first person game but you don't shoot anybody i think there yeah. is nothing to be uh, shy about with that or, no no i know. don't think so at all it's just, yeah. it just helps that, that oh i didn't stop the fire up oh, gotta be gotta do that i i did clean up all the beer cans though that's very nice. I, right? Though, I'm Canadian, man. Can't have that crap everywhere. I left the whiskey because that was just bad news. Oh, but it's the good stuff. Great. You can take it. It's if fair you to want. Irish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're saving that. We're going to score that. Okay. All right. Cool. These idiots are leaving fireworks out in this very dry forest. Unbelievable. It's like they want it to happen. We have the screaming wife. That's awesome. Look at the pure detail. steel. I mean, again, that's the kind of stuff you can really only do with like a totally indulgent first-person game, right? So who designed all that stuff? Those were all Ollie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The fact that there's a firework called the magic missile and the screaming wife, <laughs> that is 100 percent Ollie Moss right there. That is awesome. It, now Ollie a is a graphic artist that yeah. creates posters and things like that. Are there plans for lots of uh, extra done, stuff for Firewatch? We, 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 we've done, including this. this that's fire. Shirt is amazing. Right yeah, that's very nice. Um, that's all up on just store.campus. Well, oh, okay. um, we did a short run of the posters. We don't know uh, if, if we'll do another it. one mm -hmm. in the future or not. Well, um, but there are exciting. some other prints, like Look, they're, they're not obviously the big, still big there. Poster so size ones, there's some smaller ones, which are kind of like if you don't have as much wall space. Yeah. Um, those are all totally up in there. Actually, awesome. there's one that's it actually looks kind of like the tower did when we were starting at night. Right. It's like really long and thin. It may be my favorite of the three we've so got you, up in the store. You frame it and it's a yeah, nice wide it's, it's one like a like big that. long nice. thin but really wide. And don't worry, IKEA has frames that are in that weird like eighteen by six or whatever it is size. That's so cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So let me ask you this: Are you and Ollie still talking? Of course. Is his experiment in making games a good one? Does oh, he, does yeah. Does he I want I, to still do this? We'll see. Yeah. Um, I don't think any of us know what comes next for, right. for us. It depends entirely uh, upon how many people actually desire a firewatch. Got you. Well, <laughs> you guys all knew because, you know, there are a lot of vets involved. You guys had made games before at bigger studios and smaller studios. Yeah. But Ollie hadn't. So yes. I, it's, I'm curious. Like, I think he learned a lot. Yeah. Um, Did he have, like, generally... 
a pleasant experience as you pick uh, up these paintings or you examine the paintings? I mean, he learned that when you make a video games, you put in paintings. <laughs> yeah. No, I think so. I think, we'll I think he, I mean, again, not, not to speak on his Why? behalf, yeah. but I think he definitely learned and appreciated a lot of stuff. And to his credit, like, he just jumped in there. Nice. Like, I think he was a little bit bashful and we're like, dude, actually no one knows what they're doing. Just, <laughs> just go for it. <laughs> and mean, so it was great. It was awesome. That is I loved it. I loved it. I would I would happily make a thing with Ollie again if, if the circumstances were right. I well I hope that does happen There's because a, we need ooh. more games that look like this, man. That's yes. really cool. Uh, but that is the thing with video games is that you 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 invent it all from the beginning every time, back. and you never know what you you're doing, really. I mean, you can design it up the wazoo, but it has to work, and, and it's it's so many compartments and, and uh, departments too. coming together well, to make something that actually moves and works. And, oh, yeah. And it's you, hard. Games <laughs> hate being made. Right. They, I love that expression. Every part of them wants to not exist. Right. <laughs> so when they do, it is no small miracle. So these are two skinny dipping, two skinny dipping ladies teenagers, who, ladies, who, who yes. do not have any respect for the level hey, of fire danger there is nope. in this national forest. They're, they're hammered right and they're throwing <laughs> off uh, yep. uh, fireworks. And right uh, what are they doing right now? Are they lighting Don't something? They got sparklers and they're right? pissed. And, oh man! I got the stereo. Right. That's booming out some sweet tunes. And those are Chris Remo tunes. Oh, no, that that one is actually by this different band in Los Angeles called Cheap Talk. Okay. Um, you can actually get their entire album. Out okay. Of They're a new band, mm -hmm. but they build things that like sound very 80s-ish. Ah, nice. Nice. Um, so we because we knew we were gonna have this encounter with these teens. We're like, you know, okay, we need to do some. We need something for the music. Um, I took all of your shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we wanted like, oh god, what was it? It was um. Oh, I've heard so many times it just burned into my brain. So we had a temporary track in here from someone. It was "Tell It to My Heart." Okay. By. Oh, what is her name? I don't know. I'm forgetting who the chat knows. Well, if anyone in the chat remembers what who who did "Tell It to My Heart," yeah, we just had that in there as a temporary track for so long yeah, yeah, yeah. that I never want to hear that gay song again in my life. <laughs> uh -oh. But obviously we like, you know, a big 80s pop artist, we cannot afford to license right, yeah, one yeah, of their yeah. tracks, but we found a small independent hey, band okay? called Cheap Talk out of out of LA. And then they're like, we talked to them, they're like, oh yeah, totally. They, and, we would love to have your it's song. Done. And now that big well, 80s act, ominous. it was probably Hopefully going, why can't I get my <laughs> stuff in the games like Firewatch? <laughs> exactly. You know? I'm sure that that's changing around in a big way. Yeah. Okay, so you just told the teens told off. Told teens to get stuff. And so that was kind, that's kind of an example of a mission in Firewatch. Yeah, I mean, kind of the goal structure of the game tends to be... You know, because <laughs> this is one, like, we talked to a bunch of people who'd actually done the job of being a fire lady, Sure, right? okay, yeah. And well, that's kind of one of the, the things I really like about making a game set in the real world at mm -hmm. a specific place and time is you can do that tangible, real-world research. It's actually super interesting, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the people we talked to unequivocally so said, like, I the number one thing in the job is figuring out how not to lose your mind from boredom. Wow, okay. What is so, it? if was, our was game was just simulating the job <laughs> of being a fire locator, it would be like, well, you do jigsaw puzzles forever. Yeah. Like that, you read a lot of books. Right. Um, so the goal is, so obviously it's, you know, things like this, trouble like this is stuff you gotta deal with, right? And it tends to have that kind of goal structure where, you know, you may Start off at the tower, and then you kind of gotta 
Make your way around, figure out what's going on, ready, go to a different part of the world. Oh, now, okay, well, you need to go back to that area where you were, but now a different path has opened up because you acquired some, like, the rope we got earlier, right? Right. Stuff like that, the kind of, it has sort of kind of a Metroid-ish structure in that Mm -hmm. regard, I guess, Mm -hmm. where it's like, initially you have access to a small amount of the world, and then you acquire something that gets a little bit bigger, and then a little bit bigger, that kind of thing. Right, very nice. But I I like that the interplay between Delilah and Henry uh, sets up that they're going crazy. And that they, they deal with going crazy <laughs> on a continuous basis be right from the very beginning. Yeah. There is no shyness around them. Yeah, sure you definitely have to figure out ways to, do with to safety, just right? stay entertained. Yes, yes. So, but, I mean, you know, you've created such an, a, a cool world to explore. It's it's fun just walking around. Hey, I space. heard some thunder. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, really cool. I've got eyes on a storm out to the north. Do you want to talk about uh, you know how long the game is or? Um, I mean that's that's part of the that's part of the tricky bit, right? Yeah. Is because the game is so player directed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure I got a really lot of choices. It's hard to say. Like one of our buddies Especially played Especially not with your electric so personality. Much longer than we thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, because it's kind of thing where it's like, okay, well you could be able to kind of pay attention to the kind of direction you're getting from Delilah and the kind of the major stuff that's going on right now. When you're not enjoying our current conversation. My lookout tower's up here, so that's Oh my god, lady. The arc of our budding And you can go into the caves and there's some stuff that you How can do exactly in some are of the you ca- Are we allowed to talk about caves? Yeah, 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 there's, there's a cave right there. We'll yeah. go by. Oh, we'll Henry, we'll that's yeah. a good one. Just, just yeah. a completely Satisfied. off the beaten track. Yes. Very nice. Go this way kind of thing. Nice. Um, uh, what did you guys do with the uh, the day-night cycle? Are we ever going to do uh, nighttime? Type? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I it, haven't it yet. Is, I haven't it yet. is all, um, it's authored, because initially that's what we thought we wanted, and then we ultimately discovered the easiest way to do it is just to build a full day-night cycle. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's not the kind of thing where it's like, okay, if we just let the game idle here for like six hours, it would, the sun would set and then rise. It's all um, controlled by us. Okay. Like relative to the events that are transpiring in Okay, got you. Yeah. So that is actually one of the things that I find really interesting because there are areas, you know, to kind of make your way through the main story. You need to go to this place on this specific day, mm-hmm. um, time of day. But you can always go back there later, like in the evening or in midday or whatever, and it will look completely different. For sure, yeah. Um, but that stuff you don't ever have to do, so that's always a thing that I've, that kind of watching people play the game has been very satisfying. Someone goes back to this place that we weren't really thinking about, and like, oh, it's got the crazy, like, middle of the day, bright, really blue-green lighting, and it looks so cool, but we authored it to, like, look kind of this ambery red yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long did it take to make? Um, about two years. We started in January 2014, mm-hmm. and it comes out in like five days. Five days. So it's just two years in a, a, a tiny pinch. How are you guys feeling right now? Oh, Nervous or oh, excited? Ready to do this? I ready for a vacation? <laughs> well, Go to Wyoming for a while? Oh man, nope, not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's good. I mean, it is definitely, especially now, 2016, in this of Twitch, yeah. um, we're going to watch a lot of people play the game in a way that I probably have never done with anything I've ever released in the past, which is very exciting. Yes. Also a little bit scary. For sure. <laughs> so we will see. Because they will pick it apart and they will find all the... Yeah, uh, that weird bug that like you yeah. saw once but could never reproduce. Oh, that's the thing that happens all the time now. <laughs> uh, can you use... Now, you guys built this thing using the Unity engine. We did. And so uh, 
talk about that a little bit and the decision to go that way as opposed to Unreal or yeah, the well, Crytek engine or something else. It was the kind of thing where none of us had ever. Um, none uh, of us hey, had I ever, found a structure that there was might no have been like common once, language for an enemy well, uh, in the past. Like, play has all their own tech. Go to the bathroom, but their own tech. Double Fine has all their own tech. One of our programmers, Will Armstrong, he'd worked on Bioshock 2. So he was like the only person that used like an off the shelf engine, basically. So we didn't have any like common language, so to speak, to start with. So we're kind of like, okay, well, what's what's the thing that we can actually afford? What's going to give us the flexibility we need? Because you, you also didn't have another ten engineers to craft your own. Exactly. Engine, oh right? no, no, no. Yeah. That would be a recipe for madness. That yeah. would be impossible. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's how we ended up just going with the uh, the Unity, and it's actually been pretty amazing. Like yeah. you know, there's ups and downs with any piece of technology you will ever use. Sure. Right? Like uh, um, Twitch. Huh. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, You'd be also, like it has a lot of flexibility for sure. Well, makes Things sense. that seem like they should be very, very hard end up being very simple. Like, has this asset silence. store mm -hmm. where you can get stuff that you, anything I should know about the really cabin at the top of this hill would cost like hundreds Hello? of engineering hours, and it's on the store. For okay like then. Five dollars as a plugin. That's awesome. It's out of control. We don't really think of Unity though as these big sort of open world 3D type of yes. experiences There's like that. There's a reason for that. Okay. <laughs> which is great. I mean, that's, um, which is kind of uh, when I saw that Unity logo pop up as the game was loading, I was like, "Holy crap, man! This is incredible." Yeah. Um. It's a. Uh, it's. I'm just looking at it. It's nuts, right? Yeah. I'd like the way this game looks. Um, yeah, there was this piece of middleware called uh, Sector that mm -hmm. our friend Nathan Martz, who was also used to be at Double Fine, mm -hmm. struck off doing his own stuff now. But one of the things he did was he made this bit of middleware called Sector, which does dynamic loading, basically, of worldness mm -hmm. in the Unity engine. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like when you're playing Firewatch, you know, you can walk from here to the other side of the forest. I'm not literally the forest, our, our chunk of the forest. Yeah, the um, and you will never see a loading screen. Yeah. And that's the kind of thing that out of the box, Unity is like, no, no, you cannot do that. You are forbidden. Correct. Yes. Um, so Nathan built this this software called Sector that supports that. So that's like part of the perks. It's like, oh, yeah, we can just, we know our buddy who's making this crazy stuff for the asset store. That's so awesome. So we just used it, and it made our entire game possible. Well, I think what's going to happen, right, is that uh, this is this game is oh. going to be inspirational. Oh, my God. Raccoon attack. <laughs> <laughs> Too many raccoons! They're everywhere! Awesome. That's awesome. This game is going to be very uh, influential to other independent developers out there. And, uh, you know, that want to kind of recreate some of the team structure, this the, yeah. the looseness that you have. But also, I think, I just I think it's going to be inspiring for people that are, you know, building free-to-play apps or I'm small games on the I, iOS store right now and seeing what you can actually do Did with you. Yeah. Which is amazing. I, I don't think so. it, it is very empowering. Yeah, you're probably fine. You know, Wait, 2016 is a very nice time to be yeah. making games. <laughs> well, you went from a um, kind of a Metroidvania, I think, with uh, with Mark of the Ninja. Yeah, kind of so not, it, 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 like, it was level-based. Yeah. But it was definitely side-scroller. Side-scroller. Lots of amazing combat and stuff and you were designing some really incredible mechanics and gameplay for that okay go on what out with it how did the job change for something like this the, the, oh. the, your job of designing <laughs> it was really different yeah. <laughs> um it was it was 
a learning process, really, for all of us. Because, like, you know, Will, he worked on a first-person game, but he worked on Bioshock, so it's like, even though the game obviously has a story, there's also a lot of, combat systems, right? And it is also level-based, so he never worked on, like, you know, this big, fully navigable open-world game. I never worked on really a game that was, like, so intensely narrative-focused. Sean and Jake like, the first-person game. So so much stuff for all of us to learn about everything. So this was, it was definitely interesting, like, the similarities and the differences between some of the bits systemic, like, ninja. It was cool. I don't know if exactly what I want to do is sign up for another thing exactly like this immediately. <laughs> just because it's so, it's very difficult to, to like figure out. And with Ninja, we did so much playtesting, right? Like, yeah. I just put this, literally, I put a poster on Craigslist. Oh, of course. And said, do would you like to play a video game that has not been released? Come in, sign me an email, and I'll be coming to our office. And that's what we did, like, wow. twice a week, every week for, like, eight months. We said people coming in, playing Ninja, and it was awesome. But, like, when things were or weren't working, it was a little bit clear as to why and what the problems were. But for Firewatch, it's kind of like, okay, we had people play test the game, you know, some things weren't really connecting. Is like, oh, is that because, like, just we haven't done all the voice recording yet, so some of the lines are just subtitles. Is it because, like, some of the world structure was confusing, so people didn't know where to go? Is it just that this part of the story doesn't make sense? At all! So that was, it was definitely a lot trickier just to figure out, like, the... When is stuff working and when it's not working, how do we fix it? Right. And that was, at the start, it was not super clear to me exactly. Well, you're, you're also adding an emotional element which you don't normally get in games. Yeah. I mean, there is there always is emotion in games, but I think some of the emotions in here are... Very particular, like, instead of emotions about human relationships. Yeah, and they're very somber and uh, mature and adult, and there's a tone that you have to hit in a kind of a linear way that right. we're all familiar with. Yeah. That you also have to throw into the design of an on open world, yes. non-linear experience. Yes, it is. Yes. I'm surprised you still have hair. Uh, me too. Yeah, actually, a lot of it. So um, you're doing fine. This, this, is, this is my shipping hair. My shipping beard, my shipping hair, although apparently my wife says that I'm not allowed to cut or shave it. Oh, uh, good job. You, yeah, all right. So, score. That's fine. Fine with me, whatever. You did all right. What did you work on before uh, Marco the Angel? Uh, another thing here in town um, that was called... Uh, Death Bank at, okay. at Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. 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 So that was pretty cool. All right, cool. And uh, is that how long you've been making video games, or have you been making... That was basically it. That was my first, like, I real game. The rings down in wow. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's amazing that you can make those steps relatively quickly with, uh, with people that you can meet in the community, and suddenly you're yeah. shepherding a whole new studio and a whole new way to design things, and... Working with uh, people from other media, yeah, you know, and and building things like this. Yeah, it's that's um, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I like it. Awesome, man. Awesome. All right, so uh -oh. so uh, what do we do now? So we, we dealt with all the stuff. We decided to poke around, found this weird old guitar. I'm trying to go back to my there's lookout. There's some guy out here giving and me the there's creeps. Somebody out here peeking at me. He's a mysterious figure. Wait, he's he's looking and you, you don't, you can't reach for a gun else? to shoot at him. No, there are no guns. I, no guns. I think so. Which is um, refreshing. Which is refreshing and also... It's also set in America and there's no guns. Yes, confirmed fact there. <laughs> yes. Wyoming, free of guns. <laughs> <laughs> that was Come the opposite on. of that. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so you're just trying to like, you have this really yeah, weird yeah, day, okay. you're still kind of exhausted, you're just like, all right, Look, it back home. You know, we went off the beaten path, the like went out and heard the heard the, the tale of Raccoon Carter. I never found this guitar. I, I've never done any of this stuff. Yeah. I guess I still can though in my save game. Totally. All yep. that stuff is there. Yep, yep. All the props, all the uh, the things that you can discover. Or are they? Or are they? Yeah. Okay. No, they are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. I'll take the, take this burned old guitar back home as we slog all the way back up to our lookout. Now, Henry, at the start of the game, he's not the most physically fit individual. He's not. Right? Does uh, As you go through the days, do you start to get a little more athletic in the game? Do you guys toy with that? Kind of. I mean, it's not a systemic thing. Yeah. Um, the, probably the way it ends up feeling a bit more organic is that... The, as you, as the person playing the game, become more familiar with the space and the area around it, it becomes a bit faster tra to traverse. Mm -hmm. Probably in the same way that someone actually stationed up in one of these lookouts right. would also become more familiar with right. the area of the woods that they're in until they just kind of know like the back of their hand. Right? Exactly. Um, and so hopefully that's kind of the feeling that people will also get uh, playing the game. Shit has do gone down here. Oh, my typewriter is oh, yeah. on the ground. So outside lookout, of my tower. Right. Yeah, look, uh, the wind? Crack, no, we gotta how the, the hell? Yeah. You should get inside. Fuck me. And <gasps> all kinds of hell broke loose. Oh, Someone broke in. Wrecked my <laughs> they what? <laughs> just, they wrecked the place. Threw my oh, typewriter man, out the awful. window. It is pretty Motherfucker. weak. You Holy feel shit. that when you um, come up to this. Um, you feel invaded. You get very violated. Right, it's so cool. Put that down there for now. I'm not get that later. My fucking sheets, sheets are gone. They stole well, your sheets? Like, That's just relatively me. hot yeah, in sucks. Wyoming yeah. in the summer. Yeah. I mean, this is still pretty... This is like... It's amazing. First day, though. Yeah, first day. All this bad, stress. First, bad first day. Totally. Okay, I put in a call. Uh, somebody said calling it that the DLC... This is uh, from uh, Maokita. Is that right? Calling it the DLC has militia taking the ranger station. Oh man! Not impossible. Not impossible for sure. Well, you guys actually have built something that I believe it's one and done, right? There's no DLC. There's no extension and stuff. There's no episodic type. For a myriad of reasons, that The story of Firewatch is in. You know, nobody does that anymore. Nobody does that. Everybody's just not. trying to keep you yeah. in their game forever and yeah. ever. Yeah. I mean, which is, like, in some cases, that's fine, right? Yeah. Like, Mold Bloodborne, awesome, love it. Give, yeah. give it to me. Yeah. It is what I want. But yeah. for this, it's just everything that's there is there. Right. Especially now, again, making Thanks. games in 2016, like, plenty of games come out early, like, early access or, like, open betas or whatever. And you guys didn't do that with this no, either, right? No, 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 Because yeah, it, it would just be, yeah, it would just be, would you like to be spoiled on a very bad version of our game? No, that doesn't sound to feel like I didn't think so. <laughs> so how do you feel about the uh, the kind of the sort of the current state of games and the early access and the DLCs and the day one patches? It's it's well, I mean that's that's a that's a that's a whole swath of uh, different things. There's a things. whole bunch of issues, yeah. But. Um, but no, I think that for for certain types of games, for sure, right? Like mm -hmm. games that have more systemic content, procedural content. You know, um, those things are actually like you know my, my my friends at Clay, like that's how they made Don't Starve, right? Yeah. Like they made a very simple version of it made it available to a small amount of folks and then just kind of you know they still had their vision right they mm -hmm. knew kind of 
fundamentally what they wanted the game to be. The guys at Red Hook who made Darkest Dungeon yeah. totally did the same thing, right? right? Where it's like, okay, we know what this game is about, but we'll get it out when it's like 80%, 90% of the way there and just like let the rest of it kind of organic hey, develop, wake up. De develop more organically. I guess that's it's a, another way to focus test and have it play exactly. tested as well, yeah. which uh, removes uh, Craigslist from the equation. Right. <laughs> right. It's so much Wait, easier. Yeah. And you, you, people will buy it instead of you having to pay them for their time so, yeah. being a tester. Yeah. Um, is that a big reason why people are doing it? It definitely helps like, some people either. in terms of financial stability, right? Where yeah. it's kind of like, you know, these games don't, don't really know why that would be the case. Until they're done. Yeah, exactly, right. <laughs> so the kind of thing where it's like, okay, you we get just enough kind of gas to keep in the tank while we're getting over the finish line, when hopefully we have a line to get someone on. Where do you want to be at? That is something that the business has kind of crafted this idea going back into the 80s that games should be this packaged, this finished thing that we should all covet and be excited about. Thanks, and that has uh, completely it's shifted away. Terrible. That well, I mean, that like still Hank? exists, but the yeah, I, don't I think like the Hank. the mass but sort of development that's going Hank. out there is going on out there is kind no, of the indie doesn't. kind of sphere. Yeah, okay. lots of these All types right. of games, and yeah, that's that makes perfect sense that people want to get it out there so that they can support themselves while they're still making it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's definitely for for. I don't think it works for like every kind of game. Like I said, I mean, no. Firewatch. You, I cannot imagine a game more ill-suited to that than Firewatch. Unless you broke it up into episodes and yeah, then had, had us come back for maybe, the rest of Henry's story. Maybe. Yeah. That would probably be, like, if you're... And I still don't think it's very advisable to do a game like this yeah. you know, early. But if, if you had to do it, that would probably be the way to do it, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it, is, it is nice for me, for, for my levels of stress and human misery, yeah. that... It can just be out and finished. <laughs> so, so this, you know, apart from it being a creative, you know, project, an artful project that you guys have collaborated on to bring out to the world, it's a business, and you guys had to negotiate some pretty big business things to keep this thing going. I mean, to, to be a, it's a PlayStation exclusive right now? It, yes, it will, on February 9th, it will be out on both PlayStation 4 and Steam. Okay. Yeah, PC, Mac, Linux, the whole, the whole Steam swap. Right, right, right. And it, is it eventually going to be on other platforms too? Or? Oh, I mean, we <laughs> just again because there are ten of us yeah. doing Steam and PS4 now, at the same time was <laughs> it was already a, a great undertaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so trying to tap a third one on there at the same time would have just been bad. Right. Um, but down the road, if people are interested, that's certainly not impossible. We just have we have no idea. So was then part of the kind of making of this the decision anyway? to be exclusive well, with one of the platforms and have a little bit of that support? Um, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a huge component. Bucks. It was more just like you know, if what, what if if, if we if Wait, we think so, we what, can. What do you have in your hand? Right? Oh, what, what the hell is that? Was this nightmare beast? Yeah, what was that thing? That's Forest Burns. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> it's because that's amazing. Oh, he absolutely did. Ollie is very fun. Flow butts. Ollie's very fun. Burns. Because uh, while you know you can use things like government logos for free, yeah. Um, so you know there's a thing for the Department of Agriculture, which yeah. is What the Forest Service is part of, yeah. Um, good old Smokey himself is very, very much trademarked and owned by uh, Uncle Sam for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we crafted our own, which is this terrifying ranger man. It's amazing. It's uh, it's really something. That's for sure. That's awesome. You're coming with me, buddy. Go. So, so the PlayStation 4 exclusivity wasn't really a factor in the 
that big of a factor. Not really. I mean, it was yeah. just kind of thing where it's like, you know, we talked to all, all the all the usual characters, and that mm-hmm. was just Sony were the people who were most into it and most wanted to work with us, and we we just like sat down, we're like, we can't get to you more than that once. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You got to choose your battles. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So if you want to play this, you got to get it on the PC or PS4 right yep. now. Or Mac or Linux. Or Mac or Linux. Your, your, your right. computing device. Nice. Very good. Yeah. Very good. All right. That's awesome. What are you doing with Forest Burns? Where are you taking them? I don't know. We're going to get rid of them. He might uh, come back. Let's, no. see, let's see how far he clattered down Just that don't burn them. Just don't burn them. <laughs> that, would be, that would be too ironic. Can you get drunk? Can you drink that whiskey and get hammered? I don't know. You don't want to ruin stuff for me. Actually, I appreciate it. Out here. Blake, have you isolated Watch any uh, good What's questions? There's a big chunk of people on here. Right? Yeah, okay. they are. What did you get up to down there? I mean, what's life like? <laughs> There's not a slider, but there is um, a, a, a system, like a, just a settings file. I don't, I don't know if people heard Blake, uh, Blake but oh, uh, right. JBJ Blaze asked if the game uh, comes know, with a boring, FOV slider. What is yeah. that? A f- we uh, field of view? Field of view. Okay. Okay. How oh, I love that place. wide the... the oh, gotcha. Um, um, there isn't like a slider slider just because it... Yeah, that's it. Yeah. When you're crafting a game that has a lot of first-person animation like this, it is not like to have its FOV change very much. Right. But for people who like, you know, kind of who who like a ne- more narrow FOB get them kind of motion sick. Yep. There's a there's like a settings file where you can go and make it. However you would yeah, like. Okay. Did you guys toy with third person ever, or was well, it first person I mean, all over? Oh, it was first person. Yeah. Okay. Look, I, we never. Oh, third person would have made but, um, it a platformer in a lot of yeah, ways. Yeah, it would have been. It would have felt just like really distancing. I don't think it would have yeah. been nearly as intimate. Like yeah. you wouldn't, God, you wouldn't stupid. be able to get so all those really stupid, good details. But, like mm-hmm. I was saying. You know, it's late. It's winter. Yeah, it was The streets are empty. And how long, sort of conceptually, did you guys spend on this? Was this like a like a month of like what can we do together, or was this? I've been wanting to make a game set in Wyoming up. in, in yeah, the fort. Yeah, Sean and Jake hey, had the idea initially. I don't think okay. so. Um, Why, you? And we, kind of okay, the four good. of us, Sean, Jake, me, and Ollie, were talking for about no, like three months, just kind of like kicking stuff, ideas around and stuff, but really basically nothing sure. existed beyond just the really high-level premise Would uh, you? until January 2014. Okay. And that's when things... That was, that's when things All right. Happened. Yeah. You so know if anything did you guys do a, uh, a trip out to Wyoming or to any of the forest? Almost. Hey, yeah. Wyoming was a bit too far. Anyway, okay. I, I um, but because, your, um, you know, plenty of people on the team, you know, aside from me and Sean, no one on the team had ever been to Wyoming. We all went camping up in Who was that? Yosemite National Forest. That's awesome. Which is I, I like you all went camping. Idea. Yeah, what, what together. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, everybody aside from uh, James, what? James, our animator, you left your button okay. pressed or something. His wife was, wife Great, was super pregnant. Work. I was just oh, okay. talking to. Gotcha. Um, Actually, it's yeah. We all went camping out in Yosemite. That's like It was maybe three or four months after we started. It was the kind of thing where it's like, okay, well, you know, we can do as like kind of a team bonding exercise, but then. What we discovered is that our campsite was actually two miles away from a decommissioned lookout tower. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we all just went up there en masse. <laughs> That's um, great. Just like opening the drawers, looking at all the weird folders, looking out the window. We basically just LARPed our game, but in real life. You got your reference right there. <laughs> yeah, totally. You're no, taking tons awesome. of photos. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and uh, Jake, his... Uh, his girlfriend's family, they have a, I think a cabin up in Whitefish, in yep. Montana, which is very near Glacier National Park. Okay. And there's a couple lookouts, so he also went to other lookouts over there. Uh, so yeah, we definitely 
did some boots on the ground that's type great. research. That's great. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you describe the uh, the art style? I, I know you're not an artist, and I don't want to make you uncomfortable there. I but am not. Like, well, how, how do you... What would, I, what would I say? What do you say? Um, I It's stylized? Mm-hmm. I mean, because you can kind of see, right, like, you know, as as there's all these layers, there's like this kind of this stylistic fog. Yeah. Where kind of the further away things get from where you are, like kind of the more the shapes get just pushed into silhouette. Yep. And that was a thing that Ollie had really liked in a lot of his initial concepts where things were like very stylized and very strong in their shapes. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like, well, you, I mean, if you're walking around in a first person environment where everything looks like that, it would look really, really surreal. Yeah. So a lot of the work that Jane and Ollie and Paolo did was trying to figure out, okay, well, what can we do technology and, and style-wise to make things feel like those really initial strongly silhouetted concepts while still actually feeling like a r- real place you can walk around in? I mean, it's it looks like a Pixar cartoon to me, you know, sure, or a comic yeah. book kind of vibe, which yeah. is really impressive. Yeah, and, stylized, but it still feels like a real place. Yeah, and it, like there's a, it's like a cartoon for adults kind of thing. Sure. Which is cool, right? <laughs> you don't see that too often. Any other questions, Blake? Yeah, I've got a few more. Um, is the loft on the uh, gearboxes and uh, reference to Spaceballs? Is the lock is on the gearbox a reference to Spaceballs? Well, as far as I'm aware, it's been a long time. Yeah, I can't remember Spaceballs. Spaceballs. <laughs> so I think that's a no. Who, who asked that? Oh, uh, Brock Hickman. Good, good question, Brock Hickman. I like it. Um, Nolan FSC wants to know if there's a crafting or upgrade element. Nolan FSC wants to know if there's a crafting or upgrade element. To there the is not. Well, okay, there's no crafting. There's, you're not going to be, like, digging around, pulling up these plants and making a poultice out of it or anything. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. as we saw, like, way, way back at the beginning, um, you, you do make acquire, a beer can robot, right? You make a beer can robot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> beer can robot <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> um, you do get... Uh, more locomotion abilities. Mm-hmm. Well, I the kind of like Metroid-esque like structure that I was talking about mm-hmm. earlier, where jet initially, initially jetpack, rocket <laughs> boots, you know, you can I roll into a weird ball. <laughs> that, that is actually, that is that is the big challenge about making a game that's actually set in a real world. Yeah. Like, obviously there's lots of, like, wonderful reference you can do, and things feel very tangible and specific, well, and I think it's totally a very underexplored aspect of Absolutely. A place where you can put games. Yeah. But! No jetpack. No rocket boots. It, when you need to solve, like, okay, well, how can we have it so that initially you could only be over at that look at that one lookout tower over there, but then later, further in the game, you can walk all the way over here. You can't just be like, you get boots that make you jump. That's not an yes, option yes, anymore. Yes, yes. So I understand I why. More panties. More, That's well, actually good to hear. I can send oh, someone yeah. out to fix go, it. Good to, find. To go to hell, panties. Go to hell. Yeah, yeah. Is, that's amazing. Like the wind. They took the time to write like "Go to Hell" I, on their pants. They're, they're, well, they're really mad they took their stuff. Through, and there's a bunch of beer cans out here. The same Another beer those girls were drinking. Yeah, uh, they also left us a, um, a message. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really <sighs> hard to say, right? Pay. Just because like the piece is so player directed, like. I mean, maybe if you primarily stick to the main on. stuff that's going God on and poke around a little bit in the tunnel, like maybe six to eight hours. To me, it feels like. 
you know, a trilogy of movies, especially the I, game kind of has like three acts. I haven't thought that far ahead. Three cool. distinct areas feeling like you know, a TV miniseries or something. Let's hear it. But it is tricky to like really pin down just because you can so much just like if you want to go over there, you totally can, and the game will not stop. Right. It's just how much you of that you really want to engage in kind of determines how long you'll spend with it, sort of thing. Is that something that you put a lot of consideration into the length of time of the game as you're designing it? Really? Yeah. It was kind of like, what's the story we want to tell? Right. And then, like, how does the story fit into like, what the world structure? Like, how does it fit into there? And then we end up building it all out, and that's just how well it ended up being. Right, 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 right. It contains the story we wanted. How will you guys consider this game a success? Like, what does it have to do for you guys to feel like this was a successful venture and it was a good question? I mean, if a lot of people play it and like it, probably for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, it would be nice if you know we have the financial wherewithal to maybe do something else if people are interested in it. Yeah. Um, hey, I'm. But that's. I'm it's more like if a lot of people get that is how you get to my sector. Specific to them. No kidding. Well, let me hike over. Great. Well, it's like locked that, up that and mainly for emergencies. I've never actually yeah, used yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you, you've, uh, time, you've been at three it. different companies on three different projects right Hell, now. Help, oh, yeah. God, it's, it's nice an emergency. That it would be cool oh, to really? loop back in and do this again. Yeah, I got, I got eyes on a tornado. I got to get out of here. We we have literally talked about what might be next. Yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have been, oh my god, we just need to finish. We just need to finish Firewatch. <laughs> oh, we will never be finished. Oh, man. Is there any part of you that says, uh, okay, it's time to go on to Call of Duty now? No, I've only ever worked at, like, organizations that are increasingly smaller numbers of people, and I don't see that changing anytime. So you like the, sort of, the ability to harness and work together and build stuff there's on a, on a kind of a smaller here. scale. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's, it, I like no, that, you know, like when you have a small group ago. of people, like, well, you can feel you can for it for everyone's contribution to the game. Like, there is so much stuff in this game that wouldn't be there. Not just like, oh, it wouldn't have been implemented, but somebody else can do it. Like, if that specific person hadn't been there to make those specific decisions, yeah. just the game would not be the same at Awesome. Um, and, awesome. and you just like when you have 900 people working on a project it's just impossible to say that yeah right like you just actually cannot um well, I so that's that's the thing that i like about now. working with such a small that group, pack like, was full of them, in decent condition madly too. talented that's people. lucky i'm not to, there's, like, there's enough rope here that i can just or whatever, leave like, them I, hooked I up i think it's very very oh, good it's a super group man i'm telling you absolutely and the evidence is right here blake let's ask a few more questions yeah they only use three or four Thank you, Brian Goodwin. Wait, wait, who? The bag had the name. Gatsu Nine wants to know if uh, first-person shooter without guns is going to be popular. <laughs> That's not much of a shooter, you know is it? No. Um, or no. first-person game. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I think th this is kind of the advantage of you know, it's a. Was he a ranger? It's a or something? smaller game made by fewer oh, people, no, right? No. So it's like, will as many Firewatches be purchased as as many Call of Duties? No, that's impossible. But we also don't need to make a game that like 10 million people want, right? Yeah. And 10 million people buy this game, holy crap, it's fine. It's great. It's incredible. It's amazing. Um, you're, what happens if 10 million people buy Firewatch? I don't know. We all go have a month vacation in Hawaii or something. Um, but we don't need that, right? Like, you know, if if 
anyway, a much smaller so number of people are into the game, uh, awesome, like, camera. we're fine, we're good, right? Yeah. So that is kind of the advantage of, like, smaller games made by... I don't know, Pure I got a lot of hiking to do, might get bored. Kind of the possibility space well, of what you can make yeah. isn't, so okay, but it needs to be able to girls, also huh? be desired and yes. communicated to five million people. Right. You can do a tenth of that, or more, or even fewer, and you're still doing great. You're doing right. Yeah. You're doing all right, yeah. Another question, Blake? Yeah, a few more people have asked about the Ollie Moss posters and if they're going to be reprinted. <laughs> uh, yes, I <laughs> the do. The ones we did will not be reprinted. Um, so the Ollie Moss posters, so is this is a question a from a bunch of people. The Ollie Moss, and those, I guess, were they, you know, the guy like, this, with the, the, uh, the launch editions? Yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. So those will not be reprinted, but there still are some Ollie Moss posters. There are other prints that Ollie did that are in our store. So what happens if this thing just starts, and I think it will, starts taking off like crazy starting next week? Is Ollie sort of sticking with this, or is he already on his seven different projects and he can't do I have no idea. Okay. I think, I mean, this was a game that was uh, not, found I mean, no game is simple and to put make. It in a cash box. was not simple to make. So I think all of us are definitely going to want like a bit of a recharging period. Sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> um... From this bird but, section of forest, yeah, I have no idea where to go. Their okay. trail is pretty It is cold so cool, point. though, that you've got a poster maker <laughs> as yeah, part of your team, yeah. right? Like somebody that no can generate merchandise yeah. around your product. And stuff like, we don't have much of it, but I'd like to think that all the stuff we have is... Okay, Absolutely. And stuff that, like... I mean, this is your entryway in, right? We're getting a tiny sliver, but that design, that aesthetic is so captivating right from the get-go and that's the uh you know that's your your first sort of look at this thing this this world the, the brand the firewatch and it's so impressive right out of the gate, huh? yeah, incredible stuff all right blake let's ask uh, one more question and i think we have to let Excuse mr me, anderson go okay, uh, somebody you know like a loser a chotch i really don't but i do now so uh, somebody well, wants to know if bar, the decisions you make at the very beginning affect what happens at the end. Yes, I mean it's You've not the kind of thing where it's like you know there's this crazy Bioware-esque like five different endings. This is not a Mass Effect, it's right? Um, but the the hope is that you know Henry and Delilah feel like real people, right? So as you're talking to Delilah, she feels like a real tangible person, just like a real tangible person. You know, you guys have in jokes that you share and those wow. a lot of those things are just things you've talked about in the past here. that are derived really? from decisions uh, no I guess like the bridge is out here like things Still, you chose to share or not that a person a that you were talking to would oh, yeah. know you should see and the jumpsuit I'm wearing you just kind of develop a relationship from there and I guess the uh, the strength of that relationship or the colors of that relationship will be benefited or not based on how much you share yeah, right. exactly. It will be a more profound relationship if you are more open throughout the... Potentially. Potentially. Hard to say. Or, yeah, but it will, The, the right, game yeah. certainly pays attention to that stuff cool. and then is responsive to it where it makes sense to do so. Yeah, it is pretty interesting that when you're on the radio chatter, there is the uh, the communicative choice or the shut down the conversation choice in a yeah. lot of those different ways, which is cool and must have been very difficult for you guys to kind of conceive of all those and get them to work right as you hold up a little turtle hey he's our little buddy do you ever bring uh, animals back to the i guess you know, we don't want to oh, spoil the, the, adopt adopt you can very nice okay, 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 okay Whoa, I, I, I found a turtle uh let's Maybe call him a, uh oh, hang tortoise hang on. Myrtle. it's a thing with a shell <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should aim slightly higher than that. Uh, how about uh, 
Are you a Bernie Sanders fan? What do I call oh, it? I am, like but a, uh, well, I guess mm. Bernie was probably still like 50. Oh, that's be yeah, good. Kurt Reynolds. Turley Duvall. Turt Reynolds, I like a junior or it's a secret. Yeah, okay. <laughs> think Turt? I, I'd like Turt. Turt. Yeah, classic Turt. Turt Reynolds. I love it. <laughs> um, that, that is the other well, advantage of the game being set in 1989, right? Is it like you know, the characters talk about things that took place in 89. So in 89, like, of course everyone's thinking about Burt Reynolds, like, yeah. Lonesome Dove and Cannonball Run right, and right, right. everything That's else, awesome. right? Yes. Um, so it's, it's it, it, the fact that the game just doesn't take place in like a generic, oh, it's kind of, I guess, the beginning of the 21st century, whatever. It's like very specific yeah. that we can draw upon that specificity. And how did you guys choose that? Um, how did you guys come upon the 80s? So it takes place in 89 because yeah. in 88 in Wyoming, uh, Yellowstone National Park, which is adjacent to the Shoshone National Forest where the game takes place, yeah. huge wildfires, like humongous, the biggest in the park's history. Um, wow. I was like five then. Uh, and the town I lived in, Jackson, was the closest town to Yellowstone, basically mm -hmm. just south of the park. So I, I only very vaguely remember, but I sort of remember that one summer where I was like, everything was gray and orange and like your couch just smelled like a campfire for another year after the summer nuts, was over nuts um and so because of that in in classic government fashion it's like oh there was this huge fire we didn't do anything about i guess now it's time to put a bunch <laughs> of people back up in these towers is, is there a social message element as attached to this too like you know like we had uh, the canadian government was shutting down some coast guard uh, stations and stuff like that right. that were desperately needed yeah is this something that you yeah, kind of want to imbue so. as an aftershock from the game sure that's a fair yeah. all right cool. <laughs> very nice proaction is always better than reaction well, it's just the originality the is so needed, and uh, you know this Towards has been phenomenal, man. I'm really grateful that you thank came you so out. Much. Thank you so much, and thank you all for watching. And uh, if you've got more comments, sure uh, we will hook Nels up with uh, the YouTube page, and you can yep. ask questions there, and, and man, we will pipe really in. Really and anything else, just firewatchgame.com. Awesome. Yeah, and keep your eyes out for this one. It's very special. Thank you, Nels. Thank you. Thank you.